Man, I know some of y'all might get tired of seeing my face and hearing my voice, but that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. Because I asked y'all last night, what would you rather do, sleep or work? And I'd rather work. I mean, I'll sleep when I die because um, I'm going to be here a long time, you know, put the bottle down, whatever. I'm not putting it down today. I got it picked up. Never. Or I need a sponsorship deal. Never, never. You know what I'm saying? Never, so never. Today is one of those those podcasts where it's interesting. It's one of those things where you got to study for it because you care about it, but you don't have to build out a script because the conversation's going to flow. And I, I interview people, I have conversations with people, but when it, when it comes to like interviews, some of my favorite interviews are when I get to interview my friends, <laughs> you know, because uh, it's a conversation. And a lot of times for you all, it's a public conversation that we have privately. So today I got my guy here, look, look, Ladon. What's up, dog? Look, look, Ladon. What's happening, man? Man, nothing much, man. We just, I'm just happy to be here. You know, I'm happy to have you here. And what we set this up? What Wednesday night? Yeah, man. I, you know, I'm happy to be here. It's just, you know, I gotta. It's my fault, dude. I be taking you for granted sometimes. I'm so used to, you know. And you're a busy man. I know you're a busy man. It's. I, I, I never feel that way. I just want you to know, I don't feel like I'm being taken for granted. Mm-hmm. I, I, I sometimes feel like, though, if we're going to be honest here, that I'm like, um, I'm like that girl you can call at like 2.30 mm-hmm. <laughs> and be like, come through. You ain't talked to her since the last time she came through. Oh, clutch. Yeah, because she knows she know what she's good for. She knows what she's good at. And I'm mm-hmm. just her. You said the C is yeah. consistent. I'm consistent, baby. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at, boy? Right. Now, if I yeah. got you, you give me a little bit of notice, if I ain't got nothing on the books, it's like, oh, yeah, let's work. I mean, yeah. I, all I was going to be doing was sitting here making YouTube videos tonight, maybe go to the bar a little bit later. I'm like, oh, yeah, interview? Let's run it. So we're here with L- L- LaDon. Oh, let me play my drops real quick. Uh, so... Ooh. You got a new project coming out called Torn, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Torn drops at midnight, January 22nd. It's a five-piece EP, man. You're going to eat it up. And I've already heard it. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I was talking to Dean last night. I was talking to Dean about it last night. He was like, oh, bro, send it to me. I'm like, no, I mm-hmm. can't send you nothing. You got to wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to wait. You gotta wait. Midnight, man. They ain't got long. You don't yeah, wait nah. this long. I, right. Oh, I pulled a shot. Didn't take it. Hold on. Let me take my shot. Yeah, let me take a shot with you, bro. We we shot in the torn. Oh, yo. Let's see, yo. Because, oh, I'm torn. Hmm. Shout out to my man, Gold Mouth Tommy, and Shot O'Clock. Mm-hmm. I ain't taking shots the whole pod, though. I, I got things to do later. Yeah, uh, this ain't drink champs, huh? No, no, God, no! Like, I, well, you know, we had some of those th- those types of pods back when we were all audio, no visual. Yeah, that that was a different time back then, though. Yeah, man, Things it was a different, different. time. I, I was way less filtered, way less trying. You know, it, it was just a, it was a whole different vibe. It was fun, though. Yeah. Nah. So torn. Let, let's talk about torn. Um, it's a it's it's like a 
from the bottom of my heart type vibe again. You know, it's yeah. it's you expanding, uh, not even just expanding, it's you doubling down on your growth. And, and I think this project is you showing more and more growth. And what I what I like about you as an artist, right, is that not only do you showcase your talent, it, you refuse to just be stuck in one lane. You You say, hey, I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. And let me just show you. So talk to me about the inspiration of Torn. Uh, yeah, man. And just, uh, and I appreciate that too. You saying like the, the doubling down cause that's the whole objective. Um, torn is really me basically explaining I'm torn between when I started rapping away, away, away to now. So, so meaning like I'm torn cause simply, man, I started rapping and I love rapping. Don't get me wrong. You know, bars, everything. I love it. But it's like I fell in love with this melodic side, and this side is like give it give. I feel like it gives me more breathing room because I can always, you know, it, man. If you can do a hook, a verse is nothing. Verse is easy. Like uh, you know, bars are easy to me, and that's what's basically what I'm basically, you know, just to like sum it all up, man. Is that I rap that that's easy to me, but this melodic side challenges me more. You know, it gives me more challenges. And you know, I'm not saying there's no growth in either, you know, in rap, but it's just, I'm torn, man. That's it. I'm doing all this because literally I'm torn still to this very moment. I'm torn. So it's for y'all to decide. When I say y'all, man, my supporters to like really let me know, help me. You know, I'm I'm really asking, like, help me find my way with this shit. So I'm torn in between the two. That's why you see the brain and the heart. Because it's literally, that's what it's like. You feel one thing. And then you you thinking another, so you know what I I can really relate to that. Um, and, and been torn in so many different ways in my life. Like my first tattoo is an angel and demon fighting over my heart, right? Um, mm-hmm. and you talk about the you you if you start rapping, we put a beat on right now. You can just go. Yeah. Thanks. When I sit here and I like try to come up with like the little topics, like the actual like what what's the catch line going to be or what's the What's the uh what's the caption gonna be on the Instagram post or the the title of the YouTube video? Mm-hmm. That should be hard. Cause it's like I know what the video is about, but I wanna make it catchy and I wanna and I wanna like attract your attention to this. But if you say, hey, AC, hey big baby, hey Adam, here's a topic, talk about it. The talking's easy. It's easy. That's the easy thing for you. And here's another question I got about you being torn, right? Because mm. we're men and we're prideful individuals. But you and I, we're creators. So in that creative space, you have to be vulnerable. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about you telling stories in your music, you being vulnerable. How, and then torn, you... You in your feelings a little bit, and not in a bad way. You just you just expressing your feelings. Yeah. Where do you get that courage to go into that space? And did music help you be more comfortable expressing yourself that way? I mean, yeah, basically, music is, it gave me an outlet because if you know me, I can't really express my feelings. I've never been a type, and that's what's crazy about it. You would think hearing my music, like, oh, this is a guy that's in touch with his feelings, but no, nah, I just. Clearly, I can only get a, my feelings out in a, a rhyming form. But 
honestly, no, nah, man. I, I, I really not in touch with my feelings. And so I had a lot of things bottled up. And so the music just really gives me an outlet. And it's kind of, it's kind of cliche, like typical cliche answer, but it's, it's really the truth. I just, I really have a lot of feelings and, and, and things I've put on my back and on my shoulder. So it's just like, hey, this really gives me a chance to express my side because I keep quiet about a lot. Like I'm the type of guy to just be like, man, whatever, and leave it alone. But this gives me the outlet to let people know how I felt about a situation or let things, and it's not like jab to nobody in particular, but you know, certain things people know. You just know when, when you hear certain things, you know, if you've been through it with me, you know. So, yeah, man. Like, you know, I guess one, I, thing, one thing I don't think that people understand is I can publicly talk about something that you did to me, and I'm not throwing a shot at you. I'm just telling my story, and you just happen to be a part of that story. And you just happen to be a part of that story. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, yeah, that was well, yeah, not, that was well put. Like, I'm not even mad at you anymore. I'm just telling my story, and you're a character in the story. And maybe mm. you did something that's not gonna have you painted. Uh, the best way, but guess what? I, I'm painting the picture as I as I see it. So, I mean, you did what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If, if I tell a story about a girl play with my heart and she cheated on me, she did this, that, and the third. Why would you say that about me? I don't want people to know that. Well, I mean, it, it happened though. Am I am I lying? It happened. Yeah, it happened. So, with with you showing your emotions more through your music, mm-hmm. obviously. There are people who listen to it and they may be triggered by some of that, whether it was a lack of that in y'all's interactions or there is a consistent lack of that. How do women respond to your music like this? Like the women in your life? Yeah, I get different responses because 95% of the women in my life didn't know I was capable of this. So, you know, these are the majority of the women I dated in the past, they, they didn't know this talent even exists. I didn't even know. So once I started doing it, I got different emotions. <clears throat> some is wow. Some is, you know, I ain't gonna call it hate. Just, you know, <laughs> let's call it meme mug. Some meme mug. So you get, I get a rainbow of effects, man, honestly. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's still all love. It's still all love, you know, but there is, I don't never drop a name or nothing like that, but yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, you you get typical. But like, what you know, what would your ex think if you told a story about y'all on the platform? I get that typical response. So it's weird sometimes, and then sometimes they understand. Like, it's no different from me writing in a journal. It's just a lot of people might be reading his journal. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I yeah. like that, yeah. So, but also, like, and I want to stay stay on on this woman thing, right? Because yeah. that's fun to talk about. We love women. Uh, yeah. When you make these Ladon L- L- love songs, as I call them, right? Mm-hmm. I like that. How does that actually like resonate, like, with you know, maybe the people you don't know, the women you're not who haven't lived mm-hmm. lived your off your off mic life they just see you as the rapper and they hear these songs and they hear you really in touch with your feelings like how 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 does that how do those conversations go with like that's the entry point it's weird because sometimes i i'm i'm getting adjusted to me being this this artist 
So when that when that comes, it's, it's weird because it's like one one minute it feels like they're asking me what you know what do I do for a living, and that's, this is what I do for a living. So it's like okay, you know this is what I do for a living, and this is how I you know this is how I do it, and then you get you get that same offset of like they just feel like I don't know AC man, you, I, I'm torn. Torn coming out at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Torn look. Coming out at midnight. Shit. Hey, bro. This, now here's go. This is another weird question. See, um, and, and answer it. Answer the way that you want to. Yeah. All right. We're both. We're both from Cartersville, and and like let's 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 just be honest about this. We've built ourselves into like local celebrities. Like two eighty eight. We start. Right when we go certain places. People are gonna ask us about what we do, like whether it's you and music, me and podcasting. Mm-hmm. How is it when you just trying to go have a beer with your friends and somebody want to talk to you, like talk your face off about music? And it's like, hey, bro, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I glad, I'm glad you support me. I love yeah. your support. Yeah. DM me. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Uh, that's the thing, man. I um, I call it morning high. I call it a morning high. Like people see things and they think. Oh, okay, well let's hey, let's talk music. But and it isn't it's no jab at nobody in particular, really not. I just <clears> want you to like ask yourself before you come talk that music talk. Like ask yourself, have you ever supported me? Because honestly, uh, I understand if you didn't. I really understand. But if you haven't even supported me, why are you having a music talk with with me? Like you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It gotta be. It gotta be a bridge, and I think people. I call it a morning high because people wake up and they see some shit. And they think, oh, they just react. And then when you hit them up, like when you really ask them, like, okay, you trying to do this? Then it's a, oh, it start excuses, and it's like, okay, well, you just you just want to just waste some breath, man. And don't get me wrong, I love the support, but of course, people just try to have that 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 um that morning high, man. Like, it really is. That's what I call it, a morning high. Yeah, a lot and it's of like you know, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not better than we we not better than nobody. No. You know what I mean? We not better than nobody. So it's just people had that false narrative, and these are people that never talk to me. These are people that never, and it's just you want to lead off with music. Like music is cool. This is what I love. Don't get it twisted. But I'm a whole person outside of this, bro. What you what, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what people don't get sometimes is, yo, I'm not I'm not big baby all the time. I'm AC. <laughs> you're not Ladon all the time. Sometimes you're Terrence, yeah. and when yeah, you are when you are in Terrence mode, like we over at the cage kicking it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we just over there kicking it, watching the game, chilling. Me and you may talk music podcasting because that's just a conversation that we have. But again, we're friends, so mm-hmm. it's not it's not a yeah. weird conversation. But it's yeah. not like, hey, bro, hey, kick a freestyle real quick. Let me hear you rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. thank you. Or like, hey, or, or you start rapping and, and be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro. It's like, hey, man, look, I appreciate that, but there's a time and place for that, and 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 now I have a better understanding of why you see like a Kanye throw a phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, or you hear about people tell these stories about, oh, I met my favorite celebrity and they're an asshole. You go, well, they're not really an asshole. They're at the grocery store. They know it's fake love too. Right. You know, a lot of that shit be fake. That's why I say ask yourself. Ask yourself, do you support? Because it's like, why Why would I go, think about this? It's like, y'all got a clothes, you got a clothing line. 
I hit you up about your clothing line. Hey, how much it costs? Where can I shop at? Y'all, you got this size, and I don't even order nothing. You feel what I'm saying? I just wasted your couple. We DMing each other. I just wasted space. Just asking you a million questions about your business and you not even trying to that's what I that's what I say it's the morning high. Like I, I like people gotta understand that that shit real. And if it's if it's real support, okay, holla at me. Hey man, fuck with your hey, I fuck with it. Boom, boom. Love it. Love it. That shit means the world to me. But a lot of that shit be fake. It and is they know it's fake, bro. We keeping it real in twenty twenty two. Yeah, bro, they, they know it's fake because they just want to have a conversation. They don't know what to say. And what I will say is I, I'm a firm believer. If I don't have anything to say, I don't say anything. Like, I remember one time, this was years ago, years ago, years ago, over two years ago, just in case people want to. Because, I, I, hey, I got people who, be who who like, be chopping clips, sending clips of people in my life and, yeah. and, be, and be snitching on me on, on the podcast, on social yeah, media. You got receipts and shit? They be catching receipts on you, right? I, they be trying to, so I have to properly frame certain things. So this was over two years ago. I was living in San Diego, all right? Mm. I'm at the bar one day, and I see this girl. Beautiful. Beautiful. I ain't got a word for her, though. Not that I'm scared, but you but you know when you can tell that, like, if I go over here and say something, I either got to say something that's crazy to make this conversation because she ain't looking around. She ain't mm-hmm. double back. But you so fine. I I I, I gotta say something. Like you gotta teach you I, that. I can't leave this bar without saying something to you. I won't. I'm gonna beat myself up for a week. Yeah. So I'm talking. So I go up to the woman. I'm like, hey, look, man. Look, look. I ain't got nothing to say. I I, I have nothing for you. I just want to let you know you are beautiful. Like you're beautiful. Like I. And she was like, oh, thank you so much. And she was and she was actually nice and really receptive about it, right? And I went back to her to my table, and. I went home a happy man because I said what I had to say, but you'd have been there before where you sitting there small talking and she's mm-hmm. staring at her phone and she looking away or you the friend, you the friend, you the oh, wingman. My bad. You good. You the wingman and your man is cooking and you over there trying to occupy the friend. The friend ain't interested in you. You ain't interested in her and y'all just sitting there like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And my thing is like, if you don't have something, if you don't have anything to say that you really want to say, just don't say it, man. My feelings mm-hmm. aren't hurt. That and nobody else's feelings are hurt. But let's keep this on the view. You know, one thing that you know, I, I I'll tell you, I don't do what most guests is asking what they want to talk about. Um, yeah. I I want to just have an organic conversation. I I'm kind of um uh, a narcissist, and I I want to talk about what I want to talk about with you. Um, so that's, no, that's man, where the conversation goes. But I it's different. We're friends. So. You want to address just, you know, some of the stuff that from back home in the Ville, you know, different feelings, uh, you know, address where people may think there's some animosity or some beef. So just kind of talk about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. No, man. Um, 288, we straight. Like, I might not have been born here, but I'm from here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm rooted in here. Me and my brother. When I when I speak to me, I'm speaking for, for, for mine, man. So you you got to, like... Ain't nobody in a competition. First of all, I was the last last one, and it's not even about that, but I'm the last to even do this. So it's like nobody's in competition. You know, no nobody's nobody has animosity towards somebody else. How can I have animosity when I watch everybody start rapping? You know, I don't I don't have no animosity. People think um I know a lot of people in this world, so 
I don't I don't have to talk about nobody in Cartersville. We all started same place at school, Boys and Girls Club, same. So. And that's why I said, if it's going to be support, let it be genuine, let it be honest. But if you having, if you competing with me, first of all, you, it, you I'm going to take up 99% of your time. Um, I ain't, it ain't going to be easy. So if you competing with me, you, you really like hurting yourself. I ain't nobody special, but it's keeping it a buck. You hurting yourself because I'm really trying to do some shit and I'm not about to let your feelings get in my way. Like, I ain't got time to compete, man. I'm grown, man. I'm trying to build some shit. We trying to build some shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, Big Baby trying to build his shit. Ladon trying to build his shit. <clears throat> so me and my niggas got plans to do something. It's all love. That's why I support. I support people, but people got to, you got to understand, man. I'm uh, Hey, like I said, if, if you trying to support and you trying to bring something to the table, add some business, we can definitely keep it 288. Like what's old boy say, C Mac? Let, let's keep it fifty fifth street. Hey, you, but hey, you said people. Are there specific people that you're talking about? Oh no, 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 no. You know, you know, people in 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 general. I don't, I don't really have nobody because I'm not really focused on nobody in general. But it, it just, it, it really is just like like I said. Like people feel like you have to be in, in competition, and and I think people got to understand too, like. If if you're here to help, if you want to help, help. But if you're not, then there's no reason for you to speak up on me or, or feel like you got to be in competition with me. Because uh, remember, you started before me. So what the fuck you doing looking back? Stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm sorry. Now, uh, here's the thing, though. And, and, and I know it puts you in a tough spot because what you do is, is – can be super collaborative, whether it's doing songs together, whether y'all are at the same shows, y'all are trying to get to work with the same producers, same studios and stuff like that. There is a level of, y'all got to see each other sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes they got to follow you after you did the studio session and they showed up five, 10 minutes early and they heard that last song. You, you, you lay and they go, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. They see me in a lab, huh? Big baby in a lab. What you know about that, man? It be like that too. Hey, I know a little something. So when when you see that, people get to feel in a certain type of way. But I tell you, the the tough part of it for you is remaining humble when you better. I'm saying like you're better, and and not only that you you're a better rapper or a better song maker is that. You you go down different. You, you explore a little bit more, right? You you don't. You obviously sound like a southern artist, but you don't sound like Sam's Club. Sam's Club Gunner. You know what I'm saying? You ain't a mm-hmm. uh, 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 um. I don't know. Publix brand Future, uh, uh, off brand Thug. Like no, you sound like Ladon. L- L- like you sound like yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? And by you sounding mm-hmm. like yourself, and you're not trying like. I don't see you wearing big Balenciaga sketches looking shoes and, and skinny jeans and, and orange dreads one day, green dreads the next day. Nah, you yourself, you have your own image. Everything about what you do as an artist is you. And not to say that you aren't aware of what was stylistic or, or what's stylistic to Atlanta or even Cartersville. You, you, you are your own self. So when you don't sound like everybody else, it's like, Hey, it's not that you're not good enough for me to make music with. We don't make the same kind of music. Like it, it 
Like, it doesn't work. That's, <laughs> so I'm that's, not shitting on you. Yeah. It just don't work. Uh, yeah, some some people got to realize that, too. They think it's so easy to just, like, do songs. But we can do songs all day. But like you said, I'm really trying to make some good music. So the features I have, like, them, them are good songs. and Because I believe it's an investment. And this is how much I care about this. And if I'm doing a song with you, this is how much I'm, I'm caring about the situation. I want one day for you to get paid off our song. If, if, if you know, if shit go where it need to go and I go where I need to go, I want one day that you check your account and like, oh shit, this song made that much. I didn't know that. I want, you know, it's an investment. I want you to look at it like an investment. The money you, you might've paid for the studio or the master the song or to buy the beat, it's an investment. You might've spent $150 on me. Honestly, hundred and fifty dollars on me, two hundred on me, and I want that shit to be paid out in, in bands, man. Like I want to help you, I want to help myself. So this shit is serious, and uh, yeah, I think man, people have to understand that you have to take your craft serious. And and yeah, go ahead, my bad. How many songs have we listened to where you can tell artist A email beat to artist B? they're not friends they don't really talk and both artists laid dope verses but you can tell they didn't make the song together yeah like there there's something about chemistry wasn't in the room right there's something about being in the studio with artists like while you're like while you're just listening to a song like while you're listening to the beat you know what i mean like when you actually Mm -hmm. like build that song out together and somebody can come in there and say hey here like hey I, i wrote this verse here so when you say this right here, hit this ad lib right here because it's gonna set up my verse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like, I'm gonna do this. That's gonna that's gonna bring it back to what you were saying earlier, and because we're building a song together. Because yeah, what what gets what what gets lost in a lot of this music stuff is because I listen to local music more than people think I do. Um, mm-hmm. The problem is the studio sessions have too many friends and groupies in there. There, there's not outside voices who, who, who will say, "Hey, bro, nah, that ain't it," and mm-hmm. that might appeal to a certain group of people. Because there's, there's an artist I'll tell you about when we were off of here. Like, I, I won't speak mm-hmm. on the artist publicly like that. Who knows how to rap, mm-hmm. but does not have the proper support around imaging, song making, and all of that stuff to make the rap ever make sense. And somebody like, again, somebody like me, somebody who's more of a casual music fan, those Mm -hmm. people don't get invited to studio sessions, but those are the people who I think are valuable to studio sessions because like when I'm playing clips or I'm working on topics and like my girl, she don't really listen to my style of podcast, right? If something appeals to her, I go, okay, that's what we want because this ain't what the fuck you want to listen to. Yeah. But now you want to listen to it because of this right here. And sometimes you just <coughs> go like, hey, nah, man, that I see where you're going with that. You don't need to ad lib there. It's mm-hmm. busy. You don't need to ad lib there either. Too busy. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? That ad lib that you've been using, that's actually really funny. Drop it right here. Like, R.I.P. to Young Dolph. What made yes, Young Dolph's music so great? His ad libs, bro. Like, yeah. You can listen to a dog song and he'll just say something crazy. You just start laughing. <laughs> fact, fact. 
Facts. Uh, you know what's crazy is that um this is this is a true ass story too. Like this is this is I don't like to be like them young niggas and be on God shit, but this is for real, like I'm on God shit. So I met I met Dolph, man, and uh I met Dolph in Paris Airport. And uh I'll just flex on we, we was yeah, he was he was uh he was I asked him like like literally it's like, you know, you go to the airport, you see the screens when you're in these inter- international places, you see the screens and they showing you the flights and you finding your flight number. This is maybe two thousand and I wanna say, damn, two thousand and sixteen, maybe seventeen. Okay. No, nah, 17, 17, 18. Yep. And I said, um, I, I'm walking and I, I look, it's like an open space. I'm looking and I look over to my left and literally I see him. I see the PRE change and I'm like, dog, I just say it like that. And he looked to me and he like, yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, what's up? So we just start, I start chopping it up with him right then and there. Cause it's like, we in Paris, we both are fresh off like a 10 hour flight. And I asked him what he was doing. He said a prince was flying him out to go, he was gonna go get a bag. So we was just talking, man. Chopped it up, and and it's crazy, man. Just the uh, R.I.P. the dog, bro. But it's like that's some shit I can really say I I, I did, bro. Like I I really met that man, and uh, that shit crazy, dog. I'm hate. That shit crazy, but like like you were saying, he definitely has the best uh, ad libs and the voice control. I think voice control, he can like, you know, he can start, and then he keeps the hey hey, like you just understand it, man. What was that? It's April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day on Torn, because we're here to talk about Torn. At one point in the song, and I'm pretty sure it's April Fool's Day, you got mad and you raised your voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm yeah. raising his voice right now. <laughs> Man, you listen to too, huh? I do. I like when you when you send me music. I, I like, for one, I'm honored because you sent me multiple songs before they came out. You sent me some stuff that didn't come out. Like, you send, you send me shit. Mm-hmm. So when, when somebody sends me music, especially, like, if it's right before an interview, like, I, I take that very seriously. Like, I, I've turned into a, a snob low-key for, like, certain artists. Like, if I don't hear it before it come out, I, I'm kind of in my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm happy we did this because I'm sitting I'm like, hey, man. But dog, they sent me no music in a minute. I mean, we ain't really yeah. been to- we ain't really been talking either. We ain't ran into yeah. each other like like life has been happening. I'm like, dang, bro, you about to drop a project? You might gotta hear. Like, I ain't send you nothing. Else. I ain't even send you nothing. Yeah. I'm like, damn. But one thing I, I do want to go back to with this Cartersville conversation, and yeah. I, I had a friend give me some pretty good advice, and it, it, he's like. If you're trying to grow your podcast, you got to stop. You got to stop just interviewing people from Cartersville. And I go, yeah, but I'm not going to stop interviewing from people from Cartersville. I just got to interview people from other places, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I put out a Facebook post years ago. Hey, look, man, y'all want everybody want to run to the Breakfast Club when they when they when they promote something. I want people to come to me, mm-hmm. and I still always want to be that for my hometown because I care about my hometown. But yeah. part of Growing a brand is growing outside of the comfort zone, growing outside of the people who already know you. Get the people who right. don't know you to find out about you. And the biggest artist to come out of Cartersville, he didn't grow himself by being big in Cartersville. He grew himself by being big outside of Cartersville. And as the brand grew, the city flocked behind it once the brand got to where it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you can tread lightly on this because you're a musician, you're an artist, and you may have to work with K Major. Mm-hmm. Give me an interview or you won't. Like I've asked 
it ain't happened yet. So you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't mind. Like, again, I'm not, I'm not about to shit on him, but I'm like, because he's 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 done well for himself. But the yeah. one thing I do say that he was smart about was like, y'all niggas don't fuck with me. I'm gonna go find out who do fuck with me. I'm gonna get this bag because I can be the hottest artist in Cartersville, and that means nothing. And you think about like the artists yeah. who were like who are like Cartersville hot, <laughs> who were Cartersville hot. What what did it get them? It didn't get a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like they ain't coming yeah. back to the to to, to some hill showing the, yeah. showing the young boys how to do it. Like the young boys yeah, are key showing them how to do it. Yeah, I, I think I think he explored he explored the way more options you have in this, and he got he got it able to to get his feet really wet in the, in the game, I guess. And uh, yeah, man, hey, good luck to him to what you hey you know. Yeah. I ain't really got nothing. To, yeah, I ain't really because it ain't it ain't no it ain't no blood like I said. It ain't ain't no beef. It damn sure ain't no beef. It ain't got I ain't got nothing but love. But it's like, you know, you know who here to support and you know who here to, you know. Yeah, man. I, to, again, I, I just want to speak to but, what he did as an artist. You know what I'm saying? I ain't I ain't, yeah. Let me just shut the hell up. So, uh, Landmark Two will always be my favorite Ladon EP just because I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> but you I, you owned it oh you owned it a couple times. Yeah, I got four skits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I wanna play I wanna play a little something from 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 skit number two and then discuss what you say in this, okay? Mm-hmm. Got landmark two get ready to come out, right? Yeah. Let's talk about landmark two. Landmark two, man. It, this shit is um it's special because I feel like now I really I know who I am with this rap shit. You know what I mean? Like Landmark, I was, was, was more testing the waters. It's more like, you know, are you receiving this? Nah, nah, nah. But now, Landmark 2, I feel like is <clears throat> really different. Mm-hmm. You're going to still get the same vibe, I feel like, in a, from an EP, but not really. It's going to be different. Um, with my music, I never want to be put in a box. So I want to be able to do anything, any type of music. So you said this two years ago. Yeah. You said you don't ever want to be put in a box. You want to be able to do anything. And so, for one, credit to you for maintaining that. But I want to follow that up with... Where... What kind of artist are you now? (laughs) That's why I'm torn. Because that artist you seen was rapping for that artist hadn't dove into what I'm into right now. You know what I mean? I haven't tapped it. That artist didn't tap into what he really could do on his melodic side. So that's what makes Torn. So I'm still the same artist, but I just, hey, man, it's like, I don't know. Uh, I got a couple more tools in my bag. That's it. So I'm the same artist, and it's crazy. That's, that's crazy. Uh, it's been two years, and it feel like that shit been 10 years. So I'm going, man. Shit, it may have been more than two years. Probably right at two years because it's was, right. Like, yeah, I think it's right at two. I years. think it was Christmas time. It was Christmas time two years ago, so a little bit over two mm. years. But like, right in that when we when we sat down and chopped it up. But where yeah. where did you get comfortable singing? Because you can carry a tune. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, man. Uh, I don't know. That's crazy. You. Uh, I think just just trying it. You know, I I. I, I I ain't never been able to sing, but like you said, I can I can hold a little note. 
and just trying things. So, you know, I would YouTube and see how things, how, how people are thinking and what they're doing and birth control and where to sing from, where to pull from, and just learning, man, learning like that. And I had people in my past that, that did, you know, singing like full time. So I remember the little things they said, and I just had to keep that and just trying, man. I think I, I use my voice like it's an instrument. You know, that's what I, and so I just try different ranges and I try different pitches and, and I go from there. So with that, can you speak about a little bit about breath control and speaking and singing and rapping from your diaphragm? Because a lot of people think that, you know, speaking comes from your throat pause, but it really comes from your diaphragm down here yeah, where you down, can actually yeah. control your voice and hit all these different octaves, <laughs> but not fuck up your throat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, you you hit it on the head. That's where you're pulling from down there. So you have to learn, and like I said, you have to learn where to pull, how to pull, and the position. Sometimes a little like slight position in your posture when you're on that mic can make a big difference. And so little things like that, I try to correct, and I take things serious, you know. And, and well, talk, talk I try to learn that because posture on the mic now, because now you're telling me some shit I don't know. Like, 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 let's go into that. It, it's just the truth because like your your voice has a thousand little voices in it. So sometimes you can hit a note and then you try 10 for me. I'm not, a, again, I'm not a, I'm not a singer. So I'm learning. I'm in the footsteps, but I'm not a natural born singer. I can honestly say that. So it's like, I'm learning. So I might be able to, it's like sports, like basketball. I might be able to do a move once, but can I do it 10 times consistently? That's the difference. Cause Chris Brown could smoke a cigarette and run on the treadmill and sing a, sing his ass off. It's a difference. <laughs> it's a big difference. Hey, hey, but look, 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 look. Chris Brown is a totally different human being, though. Chris Brown is yeah, definitely. He's he's a goat singer. The few times he's rapped, you go, okay, this nigga can kind of rap. He he's a beautiful, pretty motherfucker. I I'm sorry, I'm not gay. Pause. Pause. wrong with that. Pause. Pause. Yeah, no, no, I pause it. Right? <laughs> no, if you, nigga, nigga, pretty nigga's pretty. Okay, bro, like yeah, pause. But nigga's pretty, right? Whatever. Pause, man. But he, he, he's all that, and he's like a supreme athlete. Like, when you be seeing him in them pro-am games, he really would Euro and dunk me. You'd be like, you ain't supposed to have all these tools. I, I see why you crazy now. You get something got to be off, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, damn it, I lost where I was going. You know what? You talk about the octaves, right, and, and, and the certain, you know, postures and all of that stuff that most of us have to be in. And I think about that because, I've picked up golf since COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And you go through all these different steps to hit the golf ball, you know, obviously the way you want to hit it. And you'll be sitting there and you, you'll you know what a good swing feels like. But being able to replicate that good swing, swing after swing after swing, is so damn difficult. Like I went to Top Golf on Monday, and we we did ninety minutes out there. Mm-hmm. It took me, it took me damn near an hour, almost an hour, and I haven't played in a long time just to get my swing right, to get it consistent. You know what I mean? And you're sitting mm-hmm. there, you go, "Fuck, that's not the swing I wanted," and you can feel it. Then you go back again. All right, let's go through this process again. Swing again. Damn it, that's not the swing, I-. and you know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what yeah. right feels like. 
mm-hmm. but you just can't find right. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's what you—that's what you had me thinking about. But real quick, man, you got a a, a, a crew neck in the background, which I don't have. V. Yes, sir. Let me get my boy, man. Candy Land. Hold this Candy Land. Candy Land. You know, yes, I got some, I got some candy after dark gear, but I ain't get the OG uh, Candy Land. Can you get? Can you get? There we go. There we go. Candy Land. So yeah, Candy Land. That's VJ Khaled, man. When 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 Candy After Dark start, talk. Just tell me how you felt about Candy After Dark before the the, 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 the Snapchat shit. Not even the album. Yeah, I'm 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 inspired by it because that's just, that's natural. You know, my boy always okay. been an R&B head, so he, you know, he brings them vibes out. He didn't even have my boy on the radio. So, uh, you know, I, honestly, he makes me want to make more music, uh, heartfelt music. And I think, uh, what's the Silk Sonic with Bruno mm-hmm. Mars? I love that vibe, man. No, them vibes are real, man. And so can, I think about that. I think about Candy After Dark when I, from a certain song. Because I have, you know, you know me, I mean, I got way more. So I have certain levels. And sometimes I think about it. I'd be like, man, let me make something because I want something for Candy. Candy after dark. So take them to Candyland. That's my boy. So. Boy, yeah, they go to Candyland. They don't come back. Don't <laughs> 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 yeah, go get mad at me for that with V. But look, you know what? Was, I tell you what's crazy, man. Me and V was, me and V tried to do a podcast together years ago. I mean, like years ago. Mm-hmm. 2015. Well, I ain't know what the hell I, I ain't even, I wasn't doing what I'm doing now yet. And yeah. one of my most fun pods was when I had him and Trill Trail on here. Um, when they released that right before they released shout that project, Trill, Trill. man. Yeah, shout out to Trill Trail. Yeah, sh- oh, big shout out to Trill Trail because you know, for one, Canty is one of my like best friends. Like I, I like to talk to him. It's fun to go talk to him. And like you know, this some of the best times at the cage is when it's just you and him over there. Like, yeah, it's cool when you got the crew over there, but I, I tell you, Candy's one of those good friends where you can just sit there and you can talk about like what's really on your heart and what's on your mind. And he gives good advice. He's a good listener. Like it, it's just it's just really a good vibe, like chilling with VJ like that when it's just you and him. I've never told him this to his face, so I guess I gotta send this <laughs> clip to him now because I, I look at me getting in my feelings a little bit. But um yeah. speaking of Canty after dark and let me find this song real quick so I can just play this verse real just real mm-hmm. quick. Because you were on yeah. uh, Canty After Dark presents uh Trill Trail Trail Levert. If I got the name wrong, I apologize. Mm-hmm. But y'all know what Trill I'm talking Levert. about. No, Trill no, no, it's mm-hmm. Trill oh, yeah, it's in my search somewhere. Because mm-hmm. what was the name of that song? Reckless, Reckless Decision. Decision. Oh my god. Yeah. Let me see. Let me look. Cause that that's that's one of my favorite Ladon verses. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why once we get to it. Okay. All right, BJ. We're gonna you talk right now. Hmm. Oh, that drop. 
Your last name ain't changing tripping. That's not my you still mine for the record. For the record, no Guinness. Follow circle. We ran win it. Homies, wherever you at, baby, I'm back. I'm putting quotations on that. Our decisions is coming back, mouth. And I man up on that. Come on, man. Who the hell do you think you are to say right man. here with me? Yeah. Well, on my side like a kidney. Yeah, you like that, huh? But loved it. And then gonna say, your last name ain't changing. Yeah. <laughs> you tripping. Yeah. You tripping, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. No, no, no. DJ, but I don't wanna hear you talk. Who who the hell do you think you are talking like that? Nah, man, you know, this is in my bag, man. This is in my bag. That's all it is, hey. In my bag, dog. I hear you, though, man. Yeah, you be listening. You, you be listening. Well, I like that. Well, you remember but how they, uh, when y'all Shout out to Trail, man. Trail put, me, Trail, Trail put me in my feelings there. He sent some shit, man. I think he already had his verse, so he had the idea. Mm-hmm. And he was prime example of, of how, to, how, to, how to come at me with it. He had a beat. He had an idea, he had a verse, or he if he didn't have a verse, he was like, hey, we're going to record it. I want you to do this. He just asked me what to do. And, you know, that song was a prime example of what can be done just off a simple phone call and having everything lined up. Bro, that, I, I love that song. Like, when I was yeah. again, when I was writing out questions and stuff last night, like, I had, I had it on repeat. Like, I really had your verse on repeat because I just kept sitting here thinking, like, well, niggas get on the mic and they just have some goddamn audacity, boy. They just be <laughs> yeah. They feel it, huh? They feel it, make sense. And I was like, you know, that boy hard right there. He he sleep on nails and eat glass. You know what I'm saying? Like when when he drank beer, you know, somebody like me, I just <laughs> drank my beer. When he 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 gets a bottle of beer, he just bite into it like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah he, he he hard like that. But let me tell you though. You as a feature artist, and it's funny. I told you this about about Trill Trill when y'all when y'all were um working when y'all were in in a studio working. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, one thing about him when he's on the song, he's on the song like it's it's you really feel him on that song like. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna work with that, you got to make sure you do what you can. To make sure you stick out because trail dominates songs. Now, I'm not yeah, saying it's a bad thing. Like it's kind of like yeah. you look at you look at a player like LeBron. LeBron dominates the ball. Now everybody yeah. can't play with LeBron, but it's not a knock on LeBron. It's just like nah, bro. Like he he, yeah. he dominates the ball, and that's what works. That's what makes your team win. Yeah, he he, he gets it, man. And he got a strong presence and and his delivery, all that, man. Like yeah. he really is. He's talented. And so when you when I listen to that verse, I go. Oh shit! You you go, yeah. This is your song. You my guy. We went to high school together. <laughs> well, hold my beer real quick. I got something for you, right? Yeah. yeah. And when I listen to you on features, your for one, your voice is so distinctive. Like when I first played you for my girlfriend, right? She was like, she was like, he has a good rap voice. I'm like, all right, keep, watch your damn mouth. <laughs> he he don't get too many hey, more Jeff Bezos, he, Jeff, hey Jeff Bezos and uh Leo. Jeff Bezos <laughs> and Leo. <laughs> but uh, but on a more serious note though, 
you really like you really like set yourself apart. And one of your early features was that Donovan Tate, which is like a song I really like because uh, uh, I, I really like Oppo because Oppo got some of the best metaphors. Like, yeah, yeah, Oppo, <laughs> Oppo bar, uh, Oppo bar game is crazy. Oppo it's, will it's, make you like. He'll make you. He'll make you go back a week later and realize, like, you thought about that bar different. It was really this. Like, he got some. Uh, Oppo got some DSA bars that I wish I could go back and listen to on MySpace, and you'll go, <laughs> "Damn, he said that." Like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, but when when you came on, when you came on that song, like. Time is money, and money is time. So I cannot sit back and wait. wait. And you just, you just set wait. up. You was like, ah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Apple, he, he, he did all this. He did that melodic. Ooh, I cannot sit back and wait. I got yeah. money than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, all that shit cool. But hey, look, look, Ladonna's rapping right now. <laughs> no, yeah. stop. Look, listen. I'm rapping, and that's what I love about you. And, and on your songs, you do it, but it's a little bit different. Like on your songs, because it's your vision. It's you. It's, mm-hmm. it's you like making a song. It's you working on a project, putting everything together. But when you really hop on a feature, which I think is a credit to your artistry, is that, like, hey, bro, I'm talking my shit. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's just like that. Competition real. It's healthy competition, though. It's good competition. Yeah, I've won. I'm trying to make the best song. So, like I said, I believe the investment. If you believe in me, I'm gonna give you a reason why. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna try to do my thing. And uh, shout out to Oppo, man, for hell yeah, giving me that chance and giving me some words for advice, man. Like I still use that nigga. Really told me. He said, "Terrence, he gave me the, he gave me the, the faith I was looking for, or I didn't even know I even had." And he said, "Terrence, he heard me, and he said, because at this point I, I just started." And he was like, bro, all you got to do is get through your sucky parts. Literally. Like, <laughs> that means that mean just learn how to rap and you go yeah. straight. Do you know what I mean? And and that was just from, that was the realest shit he could have ever told me. And it still stick to me. And Donovan Tate was just that. Shout out to D-Tay, man. That was just a good song. And he put me on, man. And uh, yeah, man, shout out to that boy, man. Shout out to the whole Geek, geek, uh, geek Street, you know. He's, no. That's my boy, man. But uh, shout yeah. out to Max. I was outside with them. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to boy. It's crazy that you say that because it's just like growing dreads, right? Dreads be fly, mm. but at first, gotta get through that wick. Yeah, them, them, the wicks. You gotta get through it. And and for him to say you gotta get through your sucky stage, bro, that shit hard. Because again, it's it's you know you 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 a funny guy. You you Joan. I ain't say I don't yeah, oh, yeah, you, you used to. I don't say of I ain't course, say you yeah. don't no more. Like niggas is thirty, we ain't got time to be yeah. Like, yeah. all right, bro, I got a pistol. Like I ain't, we ain't gonna be sitting here. We ain't gonna be sitting around disrespecting each other all day like that. Yeah. Grown men don't do that, but young 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 men do. And the thing about Jonan is, you set yourself up to be vulnerable, but you have an immediate response. Like oh, yeah. somebody can like somebody can be on your head. You can make a bad joke. But you got another joke. You got another joke. You got another joke. You got another joke. But you put out a bad song. You put out a bad podcast. I know that shit there. It's there. Shit there. And you can't you can't respond immediately because you don't even know who's talking shit about it. Because they ain't they ain't right there in your face. Yeah. <laughs> they got you in a group text. 
Like, yo, so you hear your, this? Killing your ass. Yo, you hear this mother? Yeah. You motherfucking trash. Vague, man, no. Hey, but another thing about you that I want to talk about, and it's something that I, I've i noticed, you're super supportive of the deal. Like, rarely there's something that's in the deal, whether you're there to work, but you're there to support. Of course. And you know, with your cousin being one of the hit honchos in um Love Travels, your brother when he was when he was closer, he was, you know, involved with Circle of Advancement. Uh talk mm-hmm. about what serving the community means to you. Yeah, uh, I mean it's a big deal for me. That's why, like I said, uh I wasn't born here, but I'm I'm from here. So I look at it like this really is my home and I want to take care of my home and I, and I love my people here. I really do. If I rock with you, I really rock with you. Man. So I want to support, you know, and you, and that you don't have to support me if I support you. You really don't. That, I want you to support me because you want to, but I support because this is the right thing to do. And I, I believe in spreading love. Shout out to love travel. But, uh, you know, I, I really do believe in it, man. And I believe in, uh, you know, we, we've been through a lot. We, we've been through a lot as a community this, this last year, I believe. And we lost a lot of good people. And I just think that's the number one thing we need right now is love. And we need to love and support each other. And a little support, like I said, I just gave you a prime example of what Oppo did. That was a tad bit of support. He probably don't even remember telling me that. But the fact that he told me that, gave, he don't know what that gave me. And just a little bit of that support, you don't know what that could do for somebody. So, you know, that's all I want to do. You know, I'm, I just want to give some love. If I genuinely believe in what you got going on, oh yeah, I'm gonna definitely support because that's you know that's my job. That's what I feel like. Yeah, and, shout out uh, to Love Travels. They uh yeah, shout out to Love Travels. Man. When they asked you to host an event, they pay. <laughs> they believe, man. They believe. You yeah, gotta I believe, look. man. Hey, Scotland and Jasmine, they are great in my book. Like, uh, look, <laughs> I love working with them. Yeah. yeah um, shout out to the ladies. That's good stuff, man. Uh, what? Dang, you said something that I wanted to respond to, but my memory gets bad. Yeah. Um, so let's let's get back to being torn. I okay. told you my favorite song was April Fool's Day, and again, we talked about it. Um, I think we talked about it off camera. Maybe it was on camera. Memory's bad. Mm-hmm. Is that you? And you told me like, yeah, I knew you liked that because of the beat. Because you know, you, the beat, you know what yeah, I like the beat. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite song off the project? Mm. That's a, that's a tough one, man. I I really can't I really can't answer that. I can I can tell you that it all depends on a given day, but it'll probably okay. be between it'll be between second round and refocus. Second round and refocus. If you like a good beat, April Fools is there. If you love the soul, soul, the good the good interludes, the good vibes, Computer Lust is there. You know, second round is is more for you and your girl. You know, uh, April Fool's Day is that beat. It's that it's that singing over trap. Insane gives you that. You know, I, I can say insane vibe. It gives you that vibe, but that's still trap. And then, you know, sorry to go down the list, but no, 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 know, no. Re, re, yeah, yeah. We, we, we are here to promote the album too. Now we ain't just yeah. here talking. We promote oh, yeah. the project. Exactly. So re, you know, refocus number five. That shit give you that. It give you a uh, what you say? What, what's the uh, that future Cuddy? A uh, little bit of yeah. game vibe. It, it's psychedelic. It's psychedelic. 
That's yeah, that's the word I was looking for. It give you that psychedelic vibe. So that's the vibe I was I was looking for, real loopy. And um each element, each element I feel like is breaking down and is uh is tapping into this into this thing, man, to this beautiful project called Torn that y'all gonna love. Drops at midnight. Make sure you get that little done. You can pre-save it. I'm gonna make sure I drop the, the link in the comments. All right, yeah, and, and just and just just text me the link, I'll put it in the description. Um and, and buy it. Buy it, buy it. Even though I got it for free, as soon as it released, I'm going to the iPad. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to buy, buy it. But if, if not, download it. Put it in your library, man. Save it. You ain't got to listen to it tonight. If you tired, don't listen to it tonight. But if you get up in the middle of the night, you want to quit, give me 15 minutes of your time. That's all I'm asking for, 15 minutes. It, Five it, songs. And I don't even think it's it. that. It may, be, it may be 13 and some change. Yeah, and y'all done did more for less. Uh, but you talked about with computer lust. I can't read my notes. Mm-hmm. What curses are you trying to break? Because you talk about breaking generational curses. That's and it. people talk about breaking generational curses as a general conversation. Mm-hmm. But I want to make it specific to you. Because I'll tell you a generational curse that I'm trying to break. I don't even know how generational it is. Uh, fuck it. Yeah, it's pretty generational because I look at dad to granddad. Um, My granddad and my grandmother and my dad's side they didn't stay married. That's fine. Whatever. Didn't mm-hmm. work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so kids were raised in a in a different environment. Uh, I grew up in Cartersville. My dad was in New Orleans. And by no means did I have an absent father, but he wasn't present mm-hmm. in the house. If you talk mm-hmm. about the one generational curse that I want to break is I want to raise my kid in a healthy home with my kid's mother. It's something mm-hmm. I want to do. One of the reasons why I'm 30 and ain't got a kid because I've not been in a situation where it's made sense for me to break that curse. And I'm almost like afraid to be a dad because I want to be so good at it. And I want to make sure I don't want to fuck it up. I want to make sure the relationship is good so that we can so that we can raise the kid the way I want to raise the kid. Because, again, I'm not mad at my parents for how they raised me because I would much rather be in my mama's house seeing my dad mm-hmm. on breaks and then the summer then be in a house where they going at it and I'm seeing a bunch of bullshit and they just hear for they we just staying together for the kid. Oh fuck that. Yeah. Put the kids in a, the kids in a positive home. <laughs> so that's the one generational curse to like I want to break. Yeah. And Pops, if you hear this, sorry we cussed a lot today, but you know, shit <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that's the prime example. Generation of curses. I, I feel like we all, you know, as, as as black people in America, we have a lot of generational curses, and I could break mine down, but that's that would be a whole other podcast. So trust me, a whole other podcast. Just give me one. That's it. Uh, one one can be. One one can be one one can be. I feel like. I feel like. The same thing you said, you know, um, my stepfather raised me and uh, my my biological wasn't present. So mm-hmm. just the understanding of because I, I felt like, you know, back back in the day, they had a different approach to life than we have now. And I feel like we can we can have a little bit more control of our destination or, you know, uh, or where we trying to go. And just that was just one of them in general. You know, I, I wanted to be I want to be present. I don't have kids yet. So when I do, I want to be there. I want to be there full time. You know, I don't want to. Uh, so that was crazy. You mentioned it because it, it hit it on the head with mine. Like, 
I understand that. You know, I was in that situation too. And I was fortunate enough to have a father to step in and, and take that role on 24-7. But I still know, you know, it's a side of my, his family that I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. that I never really get to know. Bro, you know, it's kind of too late. So it's never too late. I ain't going to say that, but you, you you feel what I'm saying? No, no, no. I know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying because I was in New Orleans. Hey, back up, Gucci, before I get mad. Now, I was in uh, I was in New Orleans a few weeks ago for work, about a month change ago now, which is where my dad's at. And I go to one of my cousins' house, first cousin. I, as far as I'm concerned, I just met him, but we had, but but we had met like years ago when I was like a little kid. Mm-hmm. Dog, I like I walk in the house, I see him, I go, oh god damn, we related. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we we yeah. we we're, we're like closely related. Like mm-hmm. we got the same face shape. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, for real. And I, I again when we get done with the interview, I'll I'll actually tell you who it is, which will make it even more yeah. like crazy. But it, it, I mean it's not a place for, for on the pod. But you talk about that, and I wasn't even thinking when I when I said like that's the generational curse that I want to break, but you know. Part of the way you and I became friends, because you and I became much closer friends as grown ass men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but me and your school brother was different. We we was different classes. So yeah, we was two years, you was never two, hang out with yeah. You yeah, two years apart, else. different lives. Like yeah, we wasn't chasing the same women. So like it, it, yeah. it, it didn't make no. It just didn't make sense for us to be in the same room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Now, oh, but now we in. I'm trying to yeah. Now we in here. Yeah, nah, man, nah, nah, we in here, man. Bro, look, look. Once, once you start buying beer, everybody who's about two or three years in your age range, y'all the same age, and after twenty five, everybody the same age. That's why I'm saying. Man, I should be running together. Huh? People are like you, thirty. You just a baby. Stop. No, I might be big baby, but I'm not a baby. <laughs> no, nah, big baby. But um, but some of the jokes that me. Your brother, Apo, and some other guys like on the football team used to make about like our father situations is so cool. was like the bad jokes. And I won't say them on here. Yeah, because oh, 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 my dad <laughs> listens sometimes, and I don't want my dad to think yeah. like I got some beef towards him. Nah, like yeah. we don't work through all that shit. Like, but I, I already know, bro. So me and my me and my crew did the same thing. Yeah, but then you, everybody did it. Cause most of us didn't didn't li- didn't live with our real daddies. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um. And I see how most, like, the guys in our age bracket are moving. They either don't have kids or they're damn good dads. Like, like, there's not a deadbeat dad in my life. I ain't saying I don't know one, but ain't nobody in my life that's a deadbeat dad. Bro, I was with uh, Trevor Charlotte uh, over the weekend, man, and I'm I'm playing with his son, Easton, and he do one quick little thing. Trevor go, hold on, let me get him. And then... He started, he's like, he hungry. I'm like, bro, how you know he hungry? I'm like, yeah. Like, he ain't even crying. He's like, yeah, but when he do like, mm, he, he hungry. And I'm like, oh, my nigga, daddy, boy. He's like, a dad, dad. He's a dad, dad. Yeah, like, you see the smile on his face. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's that shit I like. Like, anytime VJ be like, hey, nah, bro, I got right over here. I go, my nigga, daddy. Dad, dad. Dad, like, dad, dad, bro. Like, that shit is so hard just to see, like, and I mean, and VJ and Trev, they grew up with their daddy in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I tell people all the time, Big Deck, he 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 filled a role for so many of us who didn't have our daddies in the house just to, you know, be the, the OG to give us the, the right advice that we needed, you know? Mm-hmm. But you, you talk about your, your stepdad, Scott. Shout out to Scott. Mm-hmm. I just want to put it out here while we're talking about it. Hey, bro, for any dude who listen to this, it's okay to be a stepdaddy, bro. It's actually cool. Like, oh, yeah. if, if you like that girl, you love that girl, part of loving her is loving her kid too and helping her raise that kid because that kid didn't ask for that situation and she deserves to date again and find love and she didn't find it with the person who gave her that kid especially if that dad's not there feeling that like fulfilling his role you -hmm. should want to fill that void and yeah there was a generation where that was corny like oh but you raised somebody else's kid yes you are because you're raising a kid that kid deserves ability that kid deserves mm-hmm. love. Like, so it's being a stepdaddy ain't corny, bro. It's cool. No, no, it's no, cool. It really is. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. And not like niggas out here baby mama hunting, but you, you hit it on the head. Um, as far as all my all my all my boys, man. They they in their kids life. They some damn good dads. So shout out to all my all my homeboys, man. They really do take care of their kids. And I think that's just how it's, it's certain respects and certain accountability as friends, we hold each other accountable. Yeah. To. You feel what I'm saying? So if I see you slipping on something, if I know you can't take care of your kid, I know you can't take, you ain't looking out for me. You ain't looking right. out for your own. You ain't looking out for me. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to pass judgment on people. That's just in general, you know, you got to take care of what's yours. And if you in a situation where you're taking care of somebody else's kid, you never know. How that gonna turn out, and you never know the what the kid is gonna benefit from it because I'm a product of it. You feel what I'm saying? None of this would be capable if it wasn't for him. Everything uh, I, I can, I, I'm, I'm pop. You know, everything yeah. I learn, my 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 brain, my my thought process is patterning off of him. You feel what I'm saying? He taught me a lot, so you can't. You know, you you really helping the kid, and it's like you said, it's all about the kids, man. It's all about the kids; they're the future. So it's about developing them and and putting your love into them. So, yeah, man, if you're a step daddy, don't yeah, don't don't hold your head up, don't hold your head at all. It ain't your fault. You you really you 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 know you not. There's nothing wrong with it, bro. Because you, you're you're actually to me, you're corny if you don't feel that void. If you want to be with that woman, like oh, that ain't my kid, like. Yeah. You yeah, exactly. At our age, let's be real. Like, it's hard to find women in their 30s who ain't had kids. And it's not even like a knock on the chick to say, like, oh nah, she was out here tripping, like, bro. Like, I'm 30. What you 31, 32? And 31. Yeah, you yeah, like we know women who've been divorced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, got married, tried out, it didn't work. Like, to just over see her and act like, oh. Bro, she got a kid though. All right, can you afford that lifestyle? Cause you gonna have to start paying for some extra stuff now. If if y'all gonna gonna go there, can you afford it? You can afford it. Is she open to having like another kid? Cause you want your own. Mm -hmm. And and if not, are you okay just accepting her her children as your own and treating them? You okay? Cool. Then yeah. Yeah, and it it was crazy. Some of the incidents is motherfucker be having kids themselves. Like you got a kid of yourself and you mad. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Somebody take I, care of yours. Right. I can't. I, I can't fuck with no girl. Got no kid. Bro, you got three. Yeah. What are you talking about? You thank you, thank you, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like you know, and I like again. I'm not here to shame nobody, but it, you, I say it, and, and don't give a fuck how anybody feel. You corner if you don't take care of yours. Yeah, uh, no, like a situation where it's, you know the, lead, the the people in it. I get that. I totally get that. But for the most for the most case, if you control your situation, you could be there for your kids, man. Like that's corny if you're not there for them because we we got to be there. That's the generational curse I speak of in computer less. Is that we got to break that? That's love, man. Love heals all. I'm a firm believer that shit. It not real love truly does heal all because I I know and not to get specific to to your childhood, right? It was sometimes that Scott had to say to Ordell, "No, no, no, let Tarson Terrence." Let them figure it out. Because yeah. a mom has a different approach to, to men having conflict. But Scott's a man. He go, no, Tar's going to keep doing yeah. this. You just can't keep telling Terrence yeah. to, to do this. Terrence yeah. going, and Tar's going to learn. And that's yeah. just part of just dealing with conflict. You know what I mean? Like, I can talk to stories. I can. It's so fun, like, because me and my dad have gotten so much closer, like, in my late, like, mid to late 20s and now uh, early 30s. I can tell him stories, and it was like he was there. And, like, my mom even told me the other day, she was like, you are really growing into your dad in a way that, and not even a bad <laughs> way. She, like, she said, I'm just but like I'm, you. I'm just saying, though, like, is that? Yeah, she was like, bro, you just like, she like, you so much like your dad. And I'm like, mom, the crazy part is, when I'm around him, I see it. And I be like, how am I like you so much? You weren't even here. Yeah. Like, I was, crazy, but, but when I explain stuff to him, he gets it in a way that my mom will never understand. It, and he accepts it in a way that she never will accept it because he goes, honey. Yeah. <laughs> that was super dope, man. But um, you want to talk about brass droppers real, real quick before we get up out of here? Oh, yeah, man. Of course, man. Brass droppers. Uh, that's something uh, my my brother, my, me and my brother found it. But my brother uh, right now he he runs it. He, he runs it. He does his thing with it. He's even taken out to Seattle and got it across there. But that's just pushing safety and knowledge uh, about firearm safety, pushing uh, the knowledge and 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 really looking at it at a different angle. Because we're we're not here to just be gun enthusiasts. I don't want you to look at that and think I'm forcing a firearm in your hand. I want you to just be knowledgeable knowledgeable about a firearm and just understanding and break that barrier of people. I think people are scared, you know, and they have every right because you see all these videos on YouTube. You see every day you can honestly say you see a video on Facebook of somebody getting shot, you know, so people are scared of that. But that's just having it, I believe, in protecting your family. So it's just people, man, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in the right to bear arms. And my brother has the platform. So www.brassdroppers.com, check it out. They got apparel. You can hit uh, me and my brother up, Taurus Batiste, Terrence Batiste. We'll, we'll get you linked in, man. And if you're out in Seattle, well, you know, I have people out here too, but as well. But if you're really out in Seattle, my brother can get it. Uh, link up with him, man. He can get you right. He's, he's doing some real good courses right now. And he's, he, I'm not going to lie, he, he's a damn good shot. He really is. I can honestly say he's better than me. Man, and that's good because, you know, for one, people are. People are afraid of firearms, especially those who don't know much about them and don't grow up around them. I grew up in the country, and I was having a conversation with a woman about, like, guns in the house. She was like, you got to make sure the guns are locked up because the kids. I'm like, no. No, guns aren't going to be locked up because here's the thing. 
if somebody we need to get to them. Somebody breaks in my house, they're not gonna wait for me to unlock my my, my gun drawer. Thank you. And I'm not gonna <laughs> say on, I won't let me unlock this case real quick. Hold on, just give me one right. second. Like in California, in California, if you don't have a concealed carry permit, like even in your house, the law is you have to have your your pistol separate from your magazine, and you can't have a loaded magazine. So I said, so I'm like, hold on. So what I gotta do is I gotta have said, that's California. That's California laws, right? Yeah, without without yeah, a yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like, so hold on, you mean to tell me when, when my door get kicked, I gotta say, hold on, let me let me unlock my let me unlock my pistol. Okay, let me unlock my clip. Hold on, let me load it real quick. All right, man. Now you can come in. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And, like I, that. and I was explaining to her, I'm like, look, here's the thing though. When you when you raise your kids around weapons, you explain to them, and then you also say, Hey, no, this is not a toy. You don't touch this. And I'm not saying you, yeah. you got it sitting on the living room table. Exactly. It's sitting exactly. in the nightstand. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and there's never a reason for it your kids to ever be in your nightstand because if you are a married yeah. couple, there should be some things in that nightstand that they don't need to see. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, hey, well, me and my brother are a product of that as well. Like, um, my daddy left guns around, like literally like on 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 a table, on a nightstand. But he broke that curiosity early. <laughs> Showed us the power of a gun early so you knew not to. I knew better, you know what I mean? My brother knew better. And we never played with guns because we understood the power of it. We, we, like I said, he broke that barrier. We started shooting real early. So I think once you do that, because people are naturally curious, kids are yeah. going to want to touch it. They're going to, they see it. They're going to want to pull the trigger. And it's so easy to a baby just can literally. Yeah, just, and here's the thing just take the kid, shoot, teach them how to shoot, Bingo. show them what it does. You, and once they the know, curiosity. like, because the first time I went, I went hunting for the first time before I was 10 years old. You know what I mean? Like, I had a pellet rifle when I was like eight. So, like, you understand, mm-hmm. granted, a pellet rifle is not a pistol, it's not a shotgun, not but a you rifle. You still understand, though. You but you understand, understand that, like, I can, I can. And when I shoot something, it puts the hole yeah. in something. You know what I mean? So, you know not to play with it. And um, I'll tell you what, though. I was. <laughs> you talk about gu- You talk about weapons, and a lot of people don't understand treat, never keep, keep. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah, that was the acronym. That's what y'all had. Yeah, y'all had, that's what y'all called it. Yeah, yeah. And and it's yeah. Just, and, and that shit is so simple. It is so mm-hmm. basic. But if you follow that, so many of the the incidents that you have with weapons, the misfires won't happen, man. Like if you just understand basic weapons handling, basic weapon safety rules, like I. Uh, I know somebody who who likes to keep one in the chamber. And I go for what? Why do you have something in the chamber right now? Like, what are you what are you doing that makes you feel like you need one in the chamber? And mm-hmm. if you can't if you can't cock and shoot in a second, you don't need this. If we're being honest, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You don't need it. And as somebody who who I don't shoot as much as I should, but I shoot every now and then. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, boy. If you're not going to the range, you're not gonna hit nothing. Yeah, yeah, man. That's, <laughs> hey, unless you you might get lucky, but that's lucky. It's got, you got to you got to practice. And I'm guilty of it too. I'm not the, I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I've been practicing and I've been shooting. Um, I've had my my fair times of being at a gun range for a long period of times. But at the same time, I understand like real life. 
if a situation happened, we're not going to, one, we're not going to expect it and we're not going to be prepared for it. Right. So it's like right now, walking out your house, if I let a dog loose on you, you're not going to be prepared for that. You might fall down, trip, you might drop something. You're going to panic. So think about when the situation happened with a gun. You're not going, you, you're not, it's not an old Western. You're not going to grab it. It's been, put it on you, pull it from your hip and not, it's not going, it's not going to be that smooth. So you have to work on something just like anything in life though. Repetition, man. It's the father learning. Think about this, though. Like, you leaving the club and something happened. You drunk. You could be something else. You know what I'm saying? And hold on. So you're going to respond to a high-stress situation and you don't practice shooting straight and you actually think that you're going to be able to effectively effectively neutralize a a target? Mm -hmm. Nah, bro. You're going to... You you gonna you gonna hit somebody who's just trying to go to their car and be safe. Mm-hmm. Cause, yeah. bro, like last time I was at the range, I was shooting from from twenty five yards, sober, and I go, oh boy, I'm rusty. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's it's ten shots. I'm only counting eight holes on 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 the paper. You missing that strong, and then that's that's from twenty five yards, and people think that's far. That's really not that. It, it's not that far when you look when you, when you think about actual confrontations with people, and you go, "I was focused on this, like I was no stress." Thank you. I'm like this. I'm took your time. Took, took your my time. time, and I just missed. Now imagine doing that, stressed out, under the influence. Trying to protect your life. Yeah. And I want to, uh, my bad to cut you off. I want to say, know. like, oh. the statistics says, like, the average confrontation is like seven feet. And people, you still going to miss. You can still miss easily. Seven feet, you can easily, because as soon as you pull a trigger and you, you flinch, you miss that whole person. And like you said, you hit, you hit, you hit an innocent bystander. So, hey, that, and, that and, and, and bro, just think about, just think about something as simple as, you're rushing to make that decision, right? And you don't get you don't get the hard part of the finger on the trigger. You got soft on the trigger. Mm-hmm. That little difference, because you and I have shot enough pistols to understand, like, like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, let me, let me, let me, oh, my finger placement, right? Yeah, yep. I'm doing this instead of this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, that tight, that, 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 right. Yeah. All that stuff makes a difference, and people don't realize that. So I'm saying I'll let to say, man, for 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 you owners, you 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 gun owners, practice. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't go you you don't play basketball without going to basketball practice. You don't start a job without being trained on how to do the job. Don't think because you got a pistol in your glove compartment that you can use it if you're not using it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not trying to promote violence or anything. We're talking about just protecting, protecting yourself from those yeah. who, who are crazy out here. Cause there's some crazy motherfuckers yeah. out here. Yeah. But, you're in that environment and you, you know, you know, shit like that. But hell yeah. Hey, like what, you said, what, I don't, go, go, keep going, keep going, keep going. I don't know. I said, like you said, just, you know, being out because it's a crazy world, man. Shit can happen, bro. There's people shooting up. Movie theaters, not, not just school. So it's like now you can be anywhere and some shit. You can be at a damn fair and some shit pop off. You know? Yeah. 
When I was in a, when I was last in California, bro, there was this thing called the Gilroy Garlic Festival, and that shit got shot up. Like what? Why are you? Mm. Hey, question for you. Why would anybody ever get an extended clip in a Glock outside of being lazy at the range? Because people rap about it and it's cool now. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool to extend it clip. That's what people rap about. People are, you got to realize, and I know you know this, but we live in a very trendy world right now. Mm-hmm. We're pushing, pushing P is the thing. Oh yeah, we pushing P out here. Hey, I've been telling folks, I'm P. Pushing P, goddamn, like it's just that simple. Something like that, bro. We we live in a trendy world, so people don't understand that them things jam. They can double feed easy, and if you don't know what you're doing, that's a situation for that's a situation for itself right there. What tap rack bang? You know? Yeah, yeah, slap, <laughs> slap. Yeah, but I was it's telling. Slap, yeah. I was telling somebody because they were they were talking to me about buying an extender. I'm like, hey, bro, if you need to buy an extender, buy buy an AR. Yeah, thank you. Like, thank if you if if you need to get thirty rounds off, the pistol's not the way to go. The, yeah, it's not. It's like, not, but my forty right now is because I was living in California. You can't have more than a ten round clip. I got a ten round clip, and I still got my my original Glock clip somewhere. I ain't put it in there because. If I gotta shoot something more than really five times, if I got, cause I'm not a criminal. Yeah. And I'm not rich. Yeah. If you kick in my dough, if I'm shooting you more than three times, you can have it. And not yeah. literally, you can have it. But the, the the fact of the matter is, like the life that I live is like, I don't need all that big shit for nothing that I'm personally doing. And I don't actively hunt right now, so I don't have a, I don't have no no nothing long. But once yeah, I, you don't have no hunt rifle. But false. But uh, if yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> but 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 on a on a serious note though, like because I'm a law abiding citizen, like a six shooter and revolver really meets me protecting myself in my house. Nah, you said a revolver. You gonna have a goddamn revolver, nigga? Hell no, I ain't got no goddamn revolver. I got a Glock oh, no, 3 three. No, I thought you said you had a revolver. You protect your house with a revolver. I said, man, that's hell. You... I'm just <laughs> saying that, that's good enough. But I, no, I'm I mean, not it, using no it, damn hey, revolver. I mean, but yeah, I, I feel you saying. But that, now, only revolver. If people, if people got a revolver, uh, if if somebody pull out a revolver and somebody pull out a standard clip, I'm going with the standard clip every time. But hey, what if it's, <laughs> what, what if it's that with that big revolver, that big? That big forty five. Old fashioned with the long, with that yeah, that Coke yeah. forty five. I ain't talking. I ain't talking about that goddamn Q from Juice revolver. That little bullshit. Yeah, the little, uh, the bang bang. What's that? Um, the track meet, the bang bang gun. Hell yeah, they, man! You don't get that little piece of shit out of my face, nigga. Peace shooter. <laughs> anyways, man. Any any last any last words about torn? Yeah, man, torn. Torn is a step up from the bottom of my heart. If you love the bottom of my heart, you definitely gonna love torn. Torn is me, my melodic version of this whole thing. Giving it to y'all, man, is me expressing myself. Just check it out. Tell a friend, tell a friend. If you love it, let me know. Give me some feedback. You know, we're going to make sure we drop the link. And it comes out at midnight, January 22nd. So anytime after this, man, it's already out. Make sure y'all get that. It's a five-piece. I mean, it's five songs. Look, 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 Don Torn. 
and let me know. Be real with me. Tell me if you like me rapping more. Tell me if you like me singing more. Tell me if you want to mix it. You know, I got an idea where I want to go with it, but y'all feedback is very important. So, Torn drops tonight, midnight. I can't stress it enough. Make sure you go get that. Hey, man, look, as somebody who's listening to Torn, it's a dope project. And like we've talked about on here, I'm usually not into the melodic stuff. I, I, I like just the rapping. That's 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 my preference. Yes, but no, it's good. It. It's it's good. And and I want to and I want to make that clear, like because it's not like the the music that, I, that I'm typically gonna pick up. I really enjoyed it. It's something I'm gonna pick up again and, and, and listen to, bro. It's dope. Mm-hmm. It's super dope, bro. I love the project. Keep working, man. Keep getting better, man. And and I'm happy you, know you did this. Yeah, two eighty eight. We straight, man. Oh, absolutely. You already know I had to stop by. I had to stop by and holler at my boy for this shit drop. Like I said, sorry, it's last minute, but we here, man. Right, we're here. Hey, bro, I really appreciate it, dog. Don't hang up yet as I sign out, man. I have my guy, LaDon, here. Make sure y'all check out that tour and link in bio. We broke.